Track up, please. Hello and welcome to Indica's episode number 215. I'm your host Aditya. Along with me, I have Abhishek. Hello, everyone. From a, a very rain-soaked Mumbai. This is the first morning on a Sunday where we are seeing some sunlight, but the last four days have been quite chaotic. You might not know that at all, living all the way in the sunshine of Tokyo, Aditya. Absolutely not. However, the, even Japan has uh, is seeing a prolonged monsoon this time, um, but it's nothing as crazy as uh, what you just told me. However, they do have a lot of typhoons though. That happens. So Japan is like prone to so many natural disasters, right? So we were so a funny thing, right? There was this long weekend coming up, so we decided to go to a national park or something. We did not want to go to another city, so maybe a national park. So so we called up this place. So the reception is there. Was like, oh yeah, if it, it's a good time to visit. If it doesn't rain, then that'd be a good thing because then there will be no flooding, and hopefully there won't be any earthquakes, so there won't be any mudslides either. Um, so it'll be a good time. for you to come so there like oh my god there are so many things that left to yeah are you bringing a kid if so then can you sprint uh, 100 meters to the nearest exit yeah you 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 remember that shole ka scene where the amitabh bachchan's character is trying to convince you know mausi ji ha mausi ji ha thoda daru pee ke aata hai ab uthe bhi jayega to daru piyega you know that, that how to sell a bad product uh, marketing advice from amitabh But no man it's it's quite bad here uh, on Wednesday we received uh, the highest single day downpour in 46 years 331 mm of rain Twitter pe there was one video where the waves were touching the Worli sea face bridge then there was a palm tree which was swaying like a pendulum a coconut tree so so what you were saying is this was even worse than 26/7 maybe not in terms of uh, the impact on our lives because most of us are sitting indoors and thankfully but it was bad four continuous days uh, the rescue rafts were out jj hospitals ground floor was flooded patients were being wheeled out to some makeshift accommodation so it was bad to yeah. higher ground it's oh my possibly, god possibly yeah yeah it, i'm actually looking for a recommendation right because it is increasingly getting very difficult for me to follow news from india because when i look at twitter i miss out on the first thing that happens my twitter feed is comes from whatever is happening in around japan or in the us and stuff stuff like that so i need a good place and i don't want to go to indiatimes.com or any of those other things because it has so many ads the the experience is so bad they keep on popping up the celebrity gossip things or some murder it is so difficult to follow news without getting sucked into all these other things true and if you happen to accidentally click on one of them uh, you will get related content next time around so they'll profile you which is an important point that one that we are going to be talking about in one of our other topics that is coming up very soon about the whole uh, the global tracking and privacy and stuff like that however i i do take this op- this opportunity to to talk about we are recording this episode on august 9th august 9th is when the second atomic bomb was dropped on nagasaki and and this is the 75th anniversary of the atomic bombings the first one was on hiroshima august 6th and then august 9th so just wanted to take a, a quick minute to acknowledge the the ridiculous event in tokyo any news as to have you seen anything outside where people are commemorating this day or anything on ground there 
No, nothing happening on ground. To be fair, I have been out of Tokyo, but I believe there are things happening in Hiroshima. People don't openly talk about those days. I read something about this. Uh, what those survivors are called? There are some one lakh thirty thousand living survivors of uh, from both Hiroshima and Nagasaki uh, from that deadly day. Hibakusha. Ah, there you They go. They are called Hib- Hibakusha. Hibakusha, yeah. and I found the concept very beautiful. Their job is to keep the memories and stories alive from those days, and they are the storytellers. So they will pass it on to their kids or maybe to the next generation, so that that gruesome day and an example of how war has no meaning. that message is is kept alive their average age today is 83 so they are not in the pink of health the first bomb which was dropped on august 6th which was on hiroshima think about this statistic around 140000 people out of 350000 350000 people back then were killed in the blast yeah and the radiation that came along with it for the next generation so it, it's ah Yeah, it's pretty bad when you visit the museum itself. The the stories in there, the display, it's, and it's pretty sad, man. So yeah, that was 75 years ago. The city is back. The city looks new. The wide roads, beautiful place, and it's back. But uh, you you get a sense of something bad happened here. Yeah, man. I hope uh, nothing of that ever ever in the living history of the next uh, infinite generations happen. Let's leave it at that. Yes, and right now, in fact, we are having a very different kind of. tussle going on between between two countries or between different countries rather it's not just about us trying to ban tiktok in from china and um, india has already done that india has banned 59 other apps which includes tiktok and a, um, and a bunch of other important important ones as well most recently donald trump has issued two quote unquote executive orders basically which are aimed at banning tiktok and wechat and among them a few other services and said that us must take aggressive action against the china based social media platforms that are coming in in the interest of national security mike pompeo the secretary of state he said that countless more chinese firms will be banned because they are quote feeding data directly to their national security apparatus so the message is quite clear india obviously took that call after the skirmish uh, between chinese troops and indian ones uh, near ladakh Uh, in june what it is being said that in 2017 there is was a national security law in china that was passed which compels any organization or citizen to support assist and cooperate with the state intelligence work so if the the chinese government comes to a company they have to quote unquote cooperate which includes if they ask for data they have to provide it that's huge at some 200 million users use tiktok just if you only talk about tiktok in india it's got some 2 billion downloads across the world what is more sensitive is about facial scans which is basically able to generate an identity database of 200 million people right especially people who are not in your country so that seems to be the core of the issue that it is that seems to be the concern of course it is election time there is that angle as well that let's just create some you know nationalistic feelings ko thoda sa invoke karte hain who would have thought that uh, a service which allows you to post goofy videos of no longer than what uh, 10 seconds to 1 minute can 15 seconds a, 15 seconds so can be a matter of national security absolutely absolutely and in this it it's so funny to read the executive order itself says that apps from china it, it threatens the national security for the foreign policy and economy of the united states and that after 45 days the us will prohibit any transaction by any person with ByteDance Limited, yeah, which owns TikTok, Bapre, which includes even downloading that app 
could be a transaction i haven't you, have you yeah. used tiktok i haven't meaning we go back for listeners to the orkut days i am a consumer of tiktok videos i have never posted a tiktok video myself because i lack the skills to create interesting 15 second content but i have consumed i mean once you get in there then ek ghanta gaya some of the content that i have seen coming from you know tier 2 tier 3 cities in india is just mind blowing that it just gets you and <laughs> they keep on and somehow magically they just keep you hooked by just their recommendation they just know what i am going to like and it's ridiculous how good that is did you recall any of those i saw one uh, in the time that you can think of one if you can during the lockdown there is a guy who's in his 20s opens the gate of his uh, building compound looks around stealthily for cops policemen were beating you up if you were found uh, walking outside he runs across and then walks back into the gate and he says maut ko chuke tak se wapas aa sakta there's got nothing you have to see it for it to be funny and i think it's a dialogue from nawazuddin siddiqui in some movie called kick which still made 100 crores salman khan this 100 crore is not a big thing anymore is it because every other movie every, that yeah, yeah, i've yeah. seen so one of my one of my guilty pleasures is to i don't know why i'm ashamed of seeing this but i am a little bit hmm. but have you watched the kapil sharma show it is crazy how good <laughs> that show is if you just don't want to you know be, be completely disconnected with whatever is happening out there when he does it right he gets it right he's got he's got some good jokes and by the way uh, kick i just looked it up made 402 crore rupees anyway what yeah yeah it made it made that much kapil sharma does it consistently for a living he's got writers who write jokes for him but uh, these guys that you mentioned from tier 2 tier 3 cities they are earning sometimes their main source of livelihood is uh, is tiktok and most of them were quite uh, you know sad aghast they they went on youtube and said okay let's quickly all our followers and some of them 7 million 10 millions so please uh, like my instagram page or youtube page so that you know they don't they don't lose them india is b- bigger than china when it comes to the audience of tiktok consumers not content creators yeah no absolutely in terms of number of downloads it is india first china second and then after that it is uh, us but why why do you think it's such a big hit man because it is so much easier and there are so many more people to to consume audio visual content than text audio video mm-hmm. also gives you so much more creative liberties than text does right twitter or anything like that and then it is also so much easier to create influencers on an interactive which is a graphical or a video content rather than text so if you think about it there are no influencers on twitter people who were already influencers are on twitter but twitter did not create influencers as many okay there may have been a few but not as crazy however think about instagram how many makeup people do you know or how many fitness instructors do you know who have like massive following now right models etc in the, the luxury and the beauty industry travel food so why we have been talking about tiktok i think the core issue discussion that we wanted to have was more about countries banning each others services right so for example pehle to everyone knows about you know china's internet the entire world has an internet and then china has its own internet there is no facebook in china right there is no google in china there is no instagram in china there is no whatsapp in china so they have their own protected internet for their own political reasons now what we are seeing us who has been this champion of freedom of speech you know free internet and open internet etc also getting into the same thing by banning 
and information sovereignty or as they are calling it cyber balkanization it's a euphemism for replacing services provided by the western internet companies with their own more limited but somewhat easier to control products within their own country i mean the splinternet is what the splinternet uh, going, going yes, word is for right is is what they call it the the idea of the internet which uh, was for everyone and now it is uh, more regional or national in pakistan forget china blocked facebook youtube google wiki in 2007 and 2010 if somebody was were to promote anything against the government or un islamic quote and quote material uh, they did that even in india when you have somebody speaking ill of a politician they tell you that hey you might get arrested so yeah, under the under the freedom of speech under the gambit of freedom of speech there are some exceptions and they apply those exceptions to that however what we are talking about here is entire services and businesses being blocked what you are referring to is comments that are made on this platform by people in their in that country itself india also stopped i mean blocked these apps right us is also doing that what do you think about this trend there is an interesting tweet storm as they call it that that this person who is the co-creator of ruby on rails or he is a creator of ruby on rails i think he started is where he was pitching for europe needing digital independence movement is that europe is too dependent on services that are provided by the us like google search facebook whatsapp he was making a case where it wouldn't be a very bad idea if europe also poses some sort of sanctions on services provided by us so it is super difficult to compete with these massive players google also has access to the play store what if there is a us north america internet europe internet india internet china internet australia internet australia we know is uh, is already thinking about that to kya hoga the premise of information is that it or not just information but also a service uh, is if it is available on the internet it does not have any boundaries unless it is doing harm to an individual and not the politics of that country but the decision makers here will be the politicians uh, who uh, who would not in certain countries like turkey Uh, hungary uh, russia where they have a say over what the common man should consume whether in content or in services i think it it will do more harm than good but what is so different between internet services and say an electric vehicle company becomes there is one dominant uh, player if that turns out to be the case and we know that these cars can be controlled from anywhere what happens then are we then going to say that okay i'm not going to tesla is not allowed in china not letting a company become too powerful by stopping them from offering your services is silly isn't it whatever tesla is doing it is doing because it's got the right set of people uh, a driven guy at the top maybe a little crazy but then he's doing certain things which is getting them to go beyond serving their existing set of customers and that will be true of anything any company which is a break breakthrough one so there will be certain rules that will be uh, employed but not having that company to ply its wares because it is getting all too powerful is uh, uh, i think it's mistaken what could be disallowed is let's take the case of uh, microsoft when it was bundling its internet explorer in windows itself that time it was said that hey you are trying to sell 
something that is yours in a different industry by forcing people to download it and then thereby not allowing somebody like a Google Chrome or a Firefox engine to get uh, you know due credit yeah. or or due download. So I think then it goes to antitrust and uh, business uh, logic where politics is not involved as such because across the world people download that. But wherever that politics bit comes in, unless there is a genuine threat to national security or unfortunately now politicians can spin the way we, they want the story to be any any service should not be uh, you know banned but that's just me i guess i i'm definitely going to have uh, the the other side of the listeners throw some uh, spiel on twitter absolutely another another little fact uh, that even tiktok we are talking about splinternet right bytedance acknowledges that if they want to survive in this industry some investors may value it at 500 billion dollars but most of it is down to how they are accepted in the us where microsoft is also bidding for it in the yeah. end you may have two tiktoks there there'll be three tiktoks there'll be a tiktok in china there'll be a rest of the world tiktok and tiktok in the us microsoft in this case will have to replace the entire chinese infrastructure of the app will copy the bytedance code audit it and get they'll figure out the operations but the content creators or the consumers might still continue using a version of uh, the application yeah that's an example of the word that you use balkanization yeah that's how it might be in the future for better or worse for better or for worse anyways let's let's move on what else is happening in corona time apparently video game companies are Uh, are cashing in big time huh big time big time the video game industry has uh, raked in 6.6 billion dollars globally which is the highest since 2010 nintendo uh, saw its profits rise by 428% in the april to june quarter boom and wechat which also owns a big stake in a company in, in an online game called fortnite which is massive the revenues for that company also spiked went from 4 from 400 odd million to 1 plus odd billion dollars Wow! Um, Post uh, in in the quarter. When we were kids, we used to play what Atari, right? Uh, with a joystick. Atari. Uh, obviously, there was no internet back then. So. Famicom. Huh? Which one? Pap. It's Famicoms, family computers, if you know. Oh no! I think it was before my time then. <laughs> before. <laughs> you you got the enhanced version. Before that, there were even you know even more basic versions available. Which is this one? Chal, come on. Let me let me ask you. Can you guess this game from the background score? It's on YouTube. See if you can hear this. Two tunes from ragingly popular video games in the 1990s. If any one of our listeners have heard it, just. Uh, tweet us at indicast and uh, let us know in the past we used to go to our friends place and play right because only one of the rich kids had a video game worth its salt but today there are uh, there there is formula e the hundreds of thousands of viewers tune in online to watch uh, uh, people race cars They, online uh, online yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a real sport now steam is a popular gaming platform on oh steam uh, is massive yeah you know that yeah, right yeah, yeah. yeah so It in in late March when the lockdown in different countries were at its peak, there were some 25 million players had logged in at one time. It has changed the way these games uh, make money. Previously, they would sell them to you, discs or through pen drives for all you care. But now they give away all these games for free online. They make money from in-app purchases. The freemium model, as they call it, right? Uh, 
they make they make a lot of money on bits and pieces someone paying them 25 cents rather than charging them 125 dollar fee have you heard of league of legends i'm bad at these games but meaning on oh league games. of league of legends that's is the huge biggest too. esport yeah. in the world yeah. right yeah yeah uh, at any 1.8 million people may be online as we speak right now on a sunday afternoon in india time 8 million people may be playing league of legends at the time that's what the stats are and the finals of the league of legends world championship last year was watched by 44 million people half of what super bowl audiences so apparently the executive order will not impact these gaming gaming things it's only going to impact wechat specifically wechat although these rules may not apply as you say to video games but uh, there are certain rules because uh, some lawyers in canada filed a suit for example on behalf of some parents who accused one company of bringing in psychologists to help a game called fortnite more addictive uh, then there are people who uh, take uh, you know performance enhancing drugs to sit in front of the laptop or their mobile phone screens you know so doping doping so that's what it is doping in video games is also getting real there is a there is a drug called uh, adderall to to treat attention oh, adderall deficit. is meant adderall. is meant no adderall is 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 like a generic drug to yeah, just yeah. help you focus so anything that you want to do you just get hyper focused on it apparently it is not an otc ban there's a documentary on netflix about this on the add generation and how the adderall drug has made it very difficult for people who are not on medication to come to compete so even like people pretend to be add to get access to adderall and they just raise their game i mean before the exams or something like that they just become super focused that's a big one i had no idea there's there are people do all sorts of things there are match fixing scandals also because there's a lot of money to be made here in these e games and uh, some people throw the matches all right so those were the topics that we had for our episode number 214 if you have any comments we would love to hear from you the, the best place to leave a comment for us these days is through twitter so follow us at indicast that's a twitter handle please also subscribe to our podcast feed on your favorite podcatcher just look up indicast and subscribe to get the next episode downloaded automatically don't forget to follow abhishek he is at abhishek kumar and i am at ac mahatre until next time bye 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 bye